Get ready for your daily dose of Tuttle. The all-time greatest uh, intern slash producer we've ever had, of course, Tuttle. Tuttle in Florida. It's Tuttle's Daily Podcast. Nice cock! Nice cock! Greetings and welcome to another edition of the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Got a big show in store for you. But before I get into that, make sure you check out my newest sponsor, Vaporshades.com. My guy, Billy, my newest guy on board, has spent some money. He's invested in the content that I'm putting out on my YouTube channel as well as the Tuttle Daily Podcast. So go to Vaporshades.com, put in the promo code Tuttle, Tuttle with two D's, T-U-D-D-L-E, and you're going to get 15% off. And when I tell you about these shades, if you're into some psychedelic colors, very fashionable, great quality for a good price, you're not going to find that type of mixture anywhere else when it comes to sunglasses because he's putting out great stuff, but you're not going to have to break the bank to get a pair of them. So go to Vaporshades.com, put in the promo code Tuttle to get 15% off. And when you put that promo code in, make sure you do it because that's how Billy from Vapor Shades finds out who is buying what. And he can kind of see how well I'm doing when you put in that promo code Tuttle. So make sure you do that. Go to Vaporshades.com. A sin has been committed in the world of music. And I grew up a fan of alternative rock, grunge. But me and my best friends growing up, Derek and Howard, we loved that whole alternative rock and roll grunge scene. We absolutely loved it. My first radio station I ever worked on was an alternative rock station, WKRO, 93.1 The Crow in Daytona Beach. And please don't think that it was some type of your stereotypical rock station. Fuck no. We played all rock and roll music, the alternative, the grunge stuff, the hard rock, the classic rock. It was a mixture. It was a melting pot of everything rock and roll. But a sin has been committed. And even if you're not a fan of country music... A sin has been committed by a Canadian band from the Great White North known as Nickelback. Now, I talked about this a couple of days ago. I love segues. I've never been good at them, but this segue fell right in my lap. It fell right in my goddamn lap. Because later on, I have a conversation with Hannah from Alberta, Canada, in this band that committed this unforgivable sin in music is from a city called Hannah, Alberta, Canada. And it is this band. Everybody looks at this band as a joke. They've been successful. And you probably already know what band I'm talking about from Hannah, Alberta, Canada. But it's this one. These douchebags from the Great White North known as Nickelback. Look at this if you've ever seen this video, this guy looks like a complete, absolute fucking douchebag. The hair, the hair is bleached blonde, it's down, he's got it parted kind of in the middle, and he's got it kind of parted in the middle, and he's holding up a picture when he says, look at this photograph, what the fuck are you? Are you the carrot top of rock and roll that you need to use props during the middle of your goddamn videos? What the fuck? I can't take you seriously when you're using props in your music videos what the fuck are you the prop comedies of rock and roll every time i do it makes me laugh but our eyes get so red Oh yeah, that's real rock and roll. Let me make a vague reference of smoking marijuana, the cannabis, THC. Did they notice that our eyes were red? And what the hell is on Joey's head? This is where I grew up. I'll take the prison on and fixed it up. 
You grew up in Canada. Your prime minister wore blackface. So don't look down on us as Americans. Like, oh, yeah, they, they're all racist down in America. Your fucking prime minister wore blackface. Plus, you guys have free health care. You can do whatever the fuck you want to. And you ain't got to pay for anything. Unlike us, the white trash down here in Florida. You know what we do? When we get hurt and it's absolutely necessary when we have no other choice but to go to the hospital the emergency room you know what we do when we get those bills most people just rip the first one up and just throw it in the goddamn trash I at least make an effort. It's really not an effort. It's just me showing that I'm going to try to pay a little bit. So when you try to sue me, I can say, well, I at least tried. But after about four months of me paying the bare minimum, I'm just going to tell you to fuck off. You want to know why? Because in the United States of America, they don't send you to jail for debts owed. I never knew we ever went without. I didn't mean to play that, guys, but I just was using it as a setup because the sin that they committed, even though you may be a rocker, I'm almost absolutely sure that you can come to the conclusion that Nickelback covering Charlie Daniels' Devil Went Down to Georgia is a motherfucking sin. I'm just giving you my early impression. You want to know why this song does not work? Because you're rocking out with an electric guitar. And this whole theme, the whole theme of this song is based around a fiddle. A fiddle of gold. So why are you rocking out to an electric guitar? You guys have never sounded this hard in your life. And now you're going to want to try to go hard. You're wanting to get metal on everything. When you decide to cover a Charlie Daniels song. And not only is it so disrespectful that you covered one of the most classic songs in American music history. You do it right after the motherfucker dies. Charlie Daniels is probably up in heaven being like, God damn, I was good all my life. But fuck, this is hell hell that maybe one of the biggest joke rock bands of all time is covering my classic devil went down to georgia he was looking for a soul to steal first off this is not even singing chad kroger this is nothing but spoken word because you knew that you were gonna fall flat on your face if you even tried to harmonize or vocalize anything that charlie daniels did in his lifetime he was in a bind way behind when it came across this young man picking the guitar and playing it hot. I love when those musicians, those rockers that try to be hard, when they go, when he was playing it hot, hot, come on, come on. You just sound like a douchebag. You're never going to come close to anything that Charlie Daniels has ever done. It's never going to compare to anything that Charlie Daniels has done in his life. And you're just going to fail miserably if you even try or attempt to recreate maybe one of the most classic songs in American music history. Well, I guess you didn't know it, but I'm a guitar player too. And if you care to take this dare, I'll make a bet with you. You're a pretty damn good strummer boy, but give the devil his due. I'll bet again. All right, I'm not going to play much more of this song. When you exchange the word fiddle for guitar, I know that you guys are rockers. You try to be rockers, but when you switch the whole fucking narrative of the whole goddamn motherfucking song, this is the Canadians trying to fuck us right in the ass on this one because they're taking an American classic song the song is called Devil Went Down to Georgia. The whole premise of the song is that they're both fiddle players. But you're wanting to take a guitar and pit it in in place of a fiddle? What the fuck? 
That alone, we should declare war on goddamn Canada right now that they've disrespected Charlie motherfucking Daniels by taking the fiddle out of the goddamn song and replacing it with a guitar with guys that are a pop band at best and not even close to being motherfucking rockers. Tire of gold against your soul it says I'm better than you. But the boy said, my name is Johnny, and it might be a sin. But I'll take your bet, you're gonna regret I'm the best that's ever been. No, you're not. That is a goddamn lie. Nobody from Canada has ever been able to say, I'm the best that's ever been. Maybe Michael J. Fox. I will give you that. All those other Canadian actors, those comedians that you guys all want to take responsibility for... I'll take Michael J. Fox. That is a goddamn North American treasure. God damn it. We should shoot a nuke straight up Hannah, Alberta, Canada. Because this guy, instead of saying the devil opened up his case and he said, I'll start this show and fire flew from his fingertips as he rosined up his bow. You guys say rosined up his axe. God motherfucking damn. Fuck Canada. And he pulled that pick across the strings and it made an evil hiss. Then a band of demons all joined in and it sounded just like this. Sorry, you can find this, you can go listen to it on your own, but I'm not being a true American. I would be better taking a fucking shit on the American flag and burning it instead of playing this right now. This is a declaration of war against the citizens of America, of America, against a hackish-ass band known as Nickelback. Nickelback is nothing but a sleeper cell terrorist group against the United States of America, and they're trying to take us down by making fun of and making fun of a goddamn American treasure known as Charlie Daniels? We need to invade Canada right now. Take that shit over. Give them horrible health care. Not take care of the poor, the weak, or the sick. And just let it fucking eat up in Canada as our American ways just show them how to live. I know I just lost a lot of my Canadian listeners, but it's just jokes. It's just jokes. Nerd, radio personality, and hot talk satirizer. You're listening to the Tuttle Podcast. Have you considered owning your own restaurant franchise? Good Life Organics currently offers territories across the United States. Check out GLO Franchising. That's GLO Franchising on Facebook to sign up for an overview session today. Good Life Organics Franchising, a new partner of the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Tell them Tuttle sent you. Send them a message on Facebook at facebook.com slash GLO Franchising. Welcome back to the Tuttle Daily Podcast. I've been looking forward to this interview for quite a while. I didn't have her on last week because guess what? Life happens. Life happens and you got to deal with it. And You got stuff going on. It was mostly my fault because we had a, a scheduling mishap, but for the best, it didn't work out. But once again, on the show with me right now is Hannah from Alberta, Canada. Hannah, how are you? Doing pretty good. It's pretty hot here. <laughs> how are you? Oh, don't listen. I live in goddamn Florida. For you to complain about the heat, you realize it is like 90. Well, it's been a little bit cooler today because we are having hurricane-type weather down here today. Uh, 
But for the most part, it's about 95 to 98 with 100% humidity. Yeah, okay. Well, you also got to understand that, like, seven months out of the year is absolutely freezing here. So when it's wet, <laughs> like, it is just so hot. It's so overbearing. Like, to handle it, you, you basically need to take your fucking clothes off. Like, <laughs> so, let me ask you. So, so what is hot, hot? For Canada, where you live. Um. So I guess we're different because you guys are in. So you we're. You guys fairly, deal with uh, Celsius, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So it would get to be. Oh, I'm just trying to think. What's our hottest day so far in Alberta? I think our hottest day was 32 degrees. Okay. So let me explain to my American listeners. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, Hannah. You're, you're zero. You're zero, which it makes sense. Everybody wants to talk about the metric system and the difference between the temperatures. Your freezing in Canada is zero, right? Yeah, freezing is zero. So we usually okay. get, um, in the wintertime, we usually get to about like negative 30. So like 30 past zero. Yeah, so so guys, so do the math. All right, so of zero, so you're saying 32 is your hot day? Mm-hmm. All right, so 32, then just add another 32 to that, and their hottest day, guys, it's laughable if you think about it. Their hottest day is 64 degrees. That's, I mean, am I right or am I wrong? Because if you're zero and then you're saying your hottest day is 32 and then 32 added to that would be 64 for us, right? Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's. I just, don't know if I'm right on the conversion. That's why I said, correct me. Yeah, no, definitely like correct us if we're wrong, but I, I think that's how it works. I don't know anything about the American side. Of All right, you know what? I, I've never claimed to be a legitimate news source. So you know what? If I'm wrong, fuck them. <laughs> that's kind of so, where I'm at with it but that's our hottest day here so far all right so I'm just going to get into it if you follow Hannah on her Facebook page and I I don't want you to think oh Tuttle you're being a dick you're 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 prying into somebody's private life but Hannah you made an announcement last week mm-hmm. on your Facebook page mm-hmm and I don't want to be the one to make it, so I'm, I'm going to pitch it to you and, <laughs> and let you make the announcement. Uh, yeah, for sure. So I made an announcement last week on my Facebook page. I wasn't sure if I was ready to take it super social yet as far as the podcast goes, but, you know, like, fuck it. I already made the Facebook announcement. All my friends know. And if you follow me on Facebook, you would know that I'm actually 15 weeks pregnant right now. Woo. I, no, 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 no. Listen, listen. I'm happy for you, Hannah. I really am. Um, here in America, it, it's a woman's right to choose. And I support anything that you decide on. Um, because it, ultimately, it's your choice. Nobody else's. Nobody gets that right to tell you, oh, you're too young or you're not ready. Mm-hmm. Fuck them. They, they, I mean, it's, it's up to you but and please don't take any offense to this but i mean have you thought about everything that you that you got to look forward to like seriously um yeah so i've obviously like i've known for a little bit so i've thought about you know the bads and i thought about the goods and i thought about all the different options i could take whether i wanted to do obviously i know a ton of people are super pro-life but whether I wanted to do like abortion is it's like a ton of people here in Canada do it. Like it's not shunned upon. What by are any the means. laws? What are, what, what are the laws like in Canada? Are they different? Like, I mean, they're not different per se. Like it is definitely a woman's choice. Um, whatever okay, she wants. That's good. That's, that's she good. Have to talk to the man about it. She can go right in and she can have a procedure done or she can continue on with the pregnancy. Um, mm-hmm. So we do abortions up to 20 weeks here in Canada. Okay. So, all right. So da, 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 da. I mean, I'm not all up on it. So you're talking maybe like a little bit after the first trimester. 
Well, no, um, that would be, weeks, that so would be more towards into the because four or I guess thirteen weeks, I believe, is second trimester. Okay. Um, yeah. So another, you know, like seven weeks after that. So God you're pretty damn, much yeah. in the second trimester. Like a whole pregnancy is forty weeks. So having an abortion at twenty weeks, you're already halfway done. Yeah. So but, yeah. I don't exactly approve of that, but it's totally a woman's choice. You do what you want to do, like. All, yeah, by all in a bad situation, all the power to you. Like you do what's best for you, right? So, all right. So, how did you tell the baby daddy though? Like, I mean, were were you nervous about that at all? Um. Yeah. No. For sure. I was definitely nervous. Like, I had my concerns that you know, like maybe something was up. Uh, was he so the I, first to know? Was he the first to know? Or did you confide? All right, cool. He he was the first to know because I, like, I'm not one of those bitch-ass women. No offense to anyone out there. (laughs) But I'm not one of those bitches that goes out and just does it behind someone's back and, like, holds it against them. I'm not like that. Like, it's it takes two to tango. So it's his fault just as much as it is mine. Um, So, I of course, he was the first one I told him. And, like, I was pretty nervous. And he, like, had a complete freak out. Like, he... He freaked out. He was good like, way or bad way. And it was like, I don't know if it was like happy or anxious or what he was really feeling, but it took him quite a while. And it took us at least a week to two weeks to try and figure out what we were going to do with this situation because like, we're pretty young. So having this huge responsibility upon us is, is hard. It's hard to think about. So it took us a while to figure it out, but we eventually decided that, you know, it's a fuck up. And by the time we're 40, our kids already going to be moved out and we're going to be living on a beach somewhere. Like whatever. (laughs) Okay. But I mean, yeah, it is. But, but like, can I be honest? So like, like, because I know you, I consider you a very responsible, intelligent young woman. Mm -hmm. What the fuck are you doing having sex without condoms? I'm sorry. No, it it wasn't that I like, wasn't like, it's okay. No, I've been there. I'm not judging. I'm not judging. I've done it. Luckily, I've not, you know, but I'm just saying, you know, I'm not judging. We We weren't trying to be irresponsible by any means. Like I had to go into the doctors a couple times because I was like taking the responsibility and I was on birth control and we were partying a lot and shit. So sometimes we don't exactly remember the night before. Right? I've been there, been there, done that. <laughs> been there, done that. I went into the doctor and they're like, Hey, well, what's going on and whatever. So they finally got to the bottom of it, decided that I was pregnant, but I was on birth control. So it was only like a five to 7% chance that this would happen. So that's why everyone was like, Oh my God, we weren't expecting it. I was trying to be safe, but you know, sometimes kids get hammered and you know, sometimes birth control doesn't always work. Right. So that's what I got. Guess what doesn't give a fuck about you not wearing something and partying an STD. <laughs> I, I'm just joking. I'm just messing with You're you. You're sounding like my father, Tuttle. You need to calm down a little bit here. Oh, no, 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 no. Hey, listen, you know the thing about your dad? Anything he says to you, and I know him, in his younger years, he did the same exact thing that you most likely did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, he he definitely had his, uh, his fuck-ups, for sure. Okay, but so... He- so- so what I'm saying is, listen, the reason I'm talking to you about it, like I, I've been guilty of the exact same thing you w- have done, okay? Mm-hmm. The thing about life is, and, and I've thought about this, okay? If you knew what you know now, back when you were 20 years old, life would be too easy for you. You, you see what I'm saying? Because when you get to my age, you're a, you act like, ooh, why'd you do this? Why'd you do that? But God damn it, I did the same exact stuff when I was your age. So, so I can't be judgmental because you're young. You're figuring things out as you go. And, and that's why like, I'm supportive of whatever you want to do because you're figuring things out just like I was figuring things out at your age. 
Yeah, no, for sure. And like, granted, if I had known like two years ago, what I know now, it would have been a walk in the park, but like everyone's got to learn from their fuck ups. And I'm not saying this is a fuck up, but it is a fuck up, but it's something I'm also looking forward to. So, well, all right. All right. So, all right. So we've got that. We've got that out there. Mm -hmm. Now, listen, this is a big responsibility. I know that you know that. I know that your boyfriend knows that mm -hmm. there's a lot of sacrifices that have got to be made. And I know I'm sounding like your goddamn father. Okay. <laughs> but don't, don't take it like that. These are people that actually care about you. You know that, right? No, for sure. I totally get that. So, so, but there's a lot of things. Cause when I was your age, there's a lot of stuff I didn't think about because you don't think about things in a broad spectrum. Like, mm -hmm. you know, the first five, six years until the kid gets to school, you're not going to be working. You're definitely not going to be working because you're going to be taking care of the kid. Most likely. Uh oh, what's going on? Bill's got this stuff set up. It said threat threat. Uh, I think somebody, some hacker is trying to get on my computer right now, but back to what I was saying. <laughs> now you're you're you this is still early in everything you got a mm -hmm. game plan i know that your boyfriend is a tattoo artist what what is the tattoo business like right now because i know here in the united states it's kind of slim pickings right now because everybody's afraid of the coronavirus i don't i don't think you guys have it as bad as we do right now mm-hmm uh, yeah, so Canada definitely isn't as bad as what you guys are going through. We're def our numbers are significantly lower. Um, and a lot of people here in Canada, like, I find some people are really, really worried about it. And other people's, like, are like, oh, well, fuck off. Like, I'm fine. Like, it's just, it's, whole, it's a whole conspiracy. So, mm -hmm. um, granted, in his shop, like, you do have to wear a mask and you do have to follow all of the COVID protocols. But so many people, since they couldn't get their tattoos over over COVID, and a lot of people yeah. aren't going on vacation anymore because they can't travel, like, anywhere, basically. It was, like, only within Canada you can travel. So a lot of people's yeah. vacations got put on hold. So what they're doing is they're just blowing all of their money how they want to spend it, right? So he's booked about a month and a half in advance right now, and he's, like, good. like full days. Yeah. Now, I talked about this with you on the phone in canada you know a lot of people here in the united states they got to worry about going to the hospital covering the cost of the birth do you guys up in canada does your health care take care of stuff like that um yeah so as far as i know healthcare, like all of our health care is completely free so it doesn't you don't have to have a million dollars in the bank account to have a kid you can basically just get pregnant and you can have a kid whenever you want to have a kid and if you don't have a job you know the government will support you and you can go on welfare and whatever you want to do it's basically you don't really have to pay for anything unless obviously you want diapers or you want nice clothes for your kid after the fact but you don't have to pay to have a birth here in canada i mean that just sounds like a recipe for disaster i'm not saying with you but i mean it's you know like I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that because a lot of us down here in the United States, we got to pay. We got to pay whenever we have a kid and stuff. Uh, mm. And it just seems like there's no like consequences up in Canada where like, if you have a kid, we're going to pay for everything for you to have that kid. And, and that's it here in the United States. That's sure you got to think about unless you do the white trash way that I've done before and you just rip up the bill and throw that shit in the garbage when it comes in. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, as far as I know, you don't have to pay for anything. And even if, uh, you know, you're, you're doing drugs and you end up getting pregnant, like there is places you can go to after the birth and they'll provide you free housing for up to a year and a half. Wow. They'll provide you diapers. They'll provide you strollers, like whatever you need. So it's it's pretty much a walk in the park here in Canada. You don't need to worry about any expenses unless, you know, you mm. want your, your child to have like a good life, like a family home, things like that, right? So I don't well, want to be one of, those, the, one of those statistics. I don't want to be one of those fucking welfare moms. No offense to anyone out there that's doing it. I know you don't. And granted, like, life does get hard, so I understand you need to be in situations like that, but I want my kid to be fucking kick-ass. So I'm going oh, out... you're going to be a good mom. 
Oh yeah, you're I'm definitely gonna. Give, you're definitely to, gonna be a good mom. Yeah, I'm trying to save money now, and like I have a plan to do. I I want to work out of my house after the kids born. After about a year, I want to work out of my house. It's just gonna be so much easier on me. It's gonna be so much easier on on the baby daddy. You know, it's just it's gonna. We're gonna make oh. life time flow as hard as it's gonna be. Granted, I get it. But we're we're really trying to put things together so we're not just another one of those statistics at a young age, right? So no, I I agree. Now, um, all right, two things you need to ask: How did his family take it, and how did your family take it? Because I I really haven't talked to your your pops that much, so I really don't know exactly his take on it. Let's let's start with his family. Um, okay, so does, I, mean, I guess we told his, like, he told his mom pretty early on, like, as soon as we knew, she basically knew, and she was, like, yeah. completely ecstatic, like, to the roof, she cried about it, she was so excited, she's like, yes, like, grandbabies, I love it, right, um, and when he told his dad, his dad kind of just, like, grunted, and that was about that, his dad will talk to me, like, seldomly about it, but so far, his family has taken it way better than my family's taking it because our family is very polar opposite. Um, my family is like more like redneck, like, oh, let's drive lifted expensive stuff and shoot guns and go hunting. Where his family's more like, oh, like white picket, let's, you know, go camping for the weekend where my family's not exactly that close. Um, so his family's very tight knit and they all were very excited and they all are very excited now. And when I mm -hmm. told my dad, I didn't tell my dad until about, oh, two weeks ago, because I was so nervous. Um, my mom knew and she was excited. She's bought me a crib. She's bought me strollers. Like she was ridiculously happy. Um, but my dad, not so much. My dad was pretty well, pissed is, What was the first thing? What was the first thing? And I knew your dad very well. What was the first mm -hmm. thing he said? First thing he said was, fuck off, you're dead to me, and hung up the phone. Well, <laughs> I mean... I don't think he, he, you know, he doesn't really mean that. I mean, he, no. it, it's, he cares a lot about you. I mean, every time I talk about, talk with him about you and how you're doing on the show, I know he loves and cares about you. But, I mean, he's like my dad. You know, they, when they first get some news, and I'm not saying it's bad news, because, you know, this is going to be his grandchild. But what I'm saying is, is that he wants what's best for you. And you got to understand, he knows as soon as you told him that, he realizes how tough this journey is going to be for you. I hope you understand that, right? Like, Oh, yeah, no. I didn't take what he said seriously. Like, granted, he was pretty hammered when it happened. <laughs> so yeah. we, we fought throughout the rest of the day, and I, I told him, like, look, it's not your decision, and I deserve more respect than what you're giving me. And so far, he's really been getting used to the idea. So he, he asked me, he's like, well, when are you going to start cabin, you know? And then he's like, oh, well, like, we need to take some of your breast milk and feed it to my buddies because it's going to be funny. So he's starting to get into the process of, like, kind of understanding it a little bit. Granted, he still jokes about pushing me down a flight of stairs, but he is getting used to the idea, which is nice. It's nice to kind of have him around, and I think he's really wanting to take on that, that grandparent figure when, he, when it comes around. Okay, yeah, I, I get that, but you got to understand his first reaction – was what the fuck he knows because how i mean if you had to guess how old was he when he had you um when he had me he was probably like 30 27. he was 27 how much 27, 27. okay well, well i mean that's 27 or that's seven years later than what you're working on i mean it's not mm -hmm. that far far off mm -hmm. but he, he's just looking out for your best intention. So please don't, I wouldn't take anything into his first reaction. I mean, I, obviously you know him better than I do. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I, I like, I totally understand why he said what he said. And I totally understand why he's still against it a little bit because it is, it's going to be fucking hard. 
Like, oh, oh yes. my gosh. Everything, everything about it isn't going to be easy. It's not going to be a walk in the park, but, and I, I granted, I totally understand where he's coming from. I understand his reaction and I'm more than willing to try and like work with him to try and let him know like, Hey, like I'm, I'm going to be okay. And granted it's going to be hard, but like, I'm a tough girl. Like you raised me. I'm a tough girl. You know, I'm a tough girl and you know, I can do this. Right. So yeah, but I mean, listen, even though he has that tough exterior, especially with what he does for a living mm -hmm. and, and some of the people, that, that guy, listen, all right, I'll say it right now, he is an oil rigger. He works on the stuff. And guess what? Bruce Willis in the movie Armageddon, before he fucking blew up that goddamn asteroid and stuff, even though he had that tough exterior, you know, he was in tears when he's saying goodbye to Liv uh, Tyler when she was still hot. She's gotten kind of heavy right now. But what I'm saying is, is that, uh, yeah, the tough guys, they're, they're softies when, when you get to the center of them, though. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, he's, he's a big teddy bear on the inside as much as he doesn't like to admit it. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, until you actually listen. He's going to mess with you. He's going to he's gonna give you a hard time. But as soon as he sees that kid for the first time, he's going to be like, oh, he's going to he's he's going to be like, you know, unarmed. He ain't going to be able to say shit. He's going to be like, all right. OK, this is good. Yeah. So now let me ask you. So when you told your dad was your boyfriend there um no so i good idea good idea because <laughs> you don't want this kid to be a bastard before it's born because i just jokes just jokes <laughs> i'm saying because your dad might have re overreacted and maybe put one in his head or something you never yeah, know no, he's he still swears he wants to wants to put one in his head for sure um but i didn't have like I told someone else over the phone, not realizing that dad was on the phone call. Um, so that's how dad found out. And I totally didn't want it to be that way. I wanted to sit him down and actually tell him. Um, and, and after he, he didn't want to see me for a little bit, but he's been seeing me more often. I had to babysit him the other day, actually. Um, oh, what, what he go on a bender? Was he, was he partying? Oh, he was, he was partying for sure. He was making friends with absolutely everybody at this bar. He was just having the time of his life. He bought $300 with the sausages and didn't even walk away with them in his fucking oh, hand. Yeah, because, <laughs> listen, your dad, listen, I'm not trying to get it. Your dad is a big dick millionaire up in Canada. He's like, yeah, I got all this $300, like, shots of bar tab and all that stuff. Oh, the yeah, no, bar tab is was $700 when we left. It was $700, and we were there for two and a half hours. <clears throat> yeah. Oh, you got that to look forward to. No <laughs> drinking, no partying, no nothing. I know. I know. It's already been, you know, like, I, I know it's for the better, and I know, like, I don't want my kid to, like, be fucking dumb. Oh, no, you can't do that. So I, I, don't, I don't want that whatsoever, yeah. No, 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 no. You, I mean, listen, you're, you're – Listen, your your own well being. Listen, I I can't even say anything. You're you're closer to being a parent than I ever will be in my life. So I really have no room to talk. But from my experience of talking to people, that your own well being is not important. That the only important thing is this kid now. And 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 I know you know that. But like, there's a lot of sacrifices that are gonna have to be made. And, and I know you can do it. Yeah, it's it's no time to be selfish, for sure. Like, at, at this point, it's not a me thing. It's not a him thing. It's not really a relationship thing. It's about the kid. We always need to make sure that the kid's okay. And I, I've i already come to terms with that. I'm like, I don't want to be a disaster. I don't want him to be a disaster. I want this to go as smoothly. And I want the kid to grow up in a happy family rather than like, oh, parents are arguing and shit all the time. And they're oh, being don't. selfish because they have different needs and whatever. Like, fuck that shit. We're, gonna, we're just going to try and make it as nice as possible. Oh, I mean, listen, don't even stress about it. And I'm not saying that you're going to fuck up. You're going to fuck <laughs> up with something. 
I mean, I it's just, it, it's, it, no, it's, it is the nature of being a parent because if you've never done it before, you're learning as you go. So, mm-hmm. so what I'm saying is, is that you're going to fuck up. Just try to make the fuck ups just small as possible, you know? And, and you'll be okay, and then you can learn. Because when you have those small ones, you'll be like, all right, I learned, and I won't do that again. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, listen, like, for example, well, that was my grandparent. My grandmother locked me in a car one time by accident. And she didn't even wait for anybody to come and unlock it. She went straight hardcore and fucking grabbed the rock or whatever, busted the window out so she could get to me. So, you know, it was a little mistake. Living in Florida is not be is not a good thing being locked in a car. So, um so she thought fast and got to it. Now, mm-hmm. now this is you can tell me it's none of my business. Do do you guys plan on making this thing official with each other? Have you guys talked about it? You don't have to give me an answer, but has okay. it been discussed? Like uh, marriage, getting married? Yes. Or, um, or so- just, no, I'm not saying you got to get married. I mean, it's better in my opinion, even though I'm not a religious person. Mm-hmm. I, you know, so I don't want you to think, oh, well, you know, God's going to look down on you. But mm-hmm. I think it offers more stability for the family, in my opinion. That That's what I have to say. Mm-hmm. Um. So... I have been, uh, like, my parents were never married, so I don't really see a difference in it. That's not something you're accustomed to. Yeah, I'm like, it's going to be fine either way. And granted, a lot of people are like, hey, well, what's going on here? So my boyfriend said, like, you getting pregnant is basically a marriage proposal. Like, we got to be together forever now. I just basically haven't popped the question. But he's like, it's basically a marriage proposal. Like, we're going to make this happen. And one day, like I will marry you. It's just, obviously I'm not going to walk you down the aisle while you're nine fucking months pregnant, looking like an ugly bird. Like, you know, it's kind of, we're just, just waiting and just seeing when the time's right. Like we want to save some money and we want to get into a nice house. We want to buy a house, have the nice vehicles and shit. So, you know, we just got to wait for the right time in our lives, but it will happen. Well, if I can offer you any advice, do not waste a bunch of fucking money on a big wedding. That was one of the biggest mistakes I ever made in my life. Just do a small thing. Mm-hmm. Everybody tries to show out for their friends and their families for the wedding. And you know, all you need there is your mom, your dad, his dad, and then any of the immediate family that you want to have a part of. You know, oh, uh, mm-hmm. hold on. My uh, internet, hold on. All right, it's it's working now. All right, so what I'm saying is it would be better instead of you spending money on an expensive wedding when that money could go to help out your new family, you, your, your boyfriend, and your soon-to-be child. Mm-hmm. You can do whatever you want to. I'm just telling you one of the worst mistakes I ever made was – a big wedding. Yeah, I don't I don't want to be in debt with a massive wedding. Honestly, I think like like the the thought is there, right? I don't need to have a ton of fucking people there. I don't need to have a huge party, whatever. Like I just want if I'm going to be with somebody, I just want the thought to be there and to be there with them forever. I don't I don't even care if we get married on the fucking street outside. Like it's just it's a thought that's there and having a big wedding really isn't like super appealing to me i guess it's just a lot of bullshit that i don't want to have to deal with well no and and listen i'm you can do whatever you want to do i just i'm giving you my advice because we had talked about it if i knew what i know now at 20 years old i'd be way better off so so what i'm saying is that money can be like used for bigger and better things in my opinion yeah no for sure it, it definitely could it could go towards a down payment towards a house or it could go towards a new vehicle or you know opening yeah. a business like i want to do one day you know it's it's just not in my interest to to waste a bunch of money on like oh let me get like a nine thousand dollar dress and oh let's fly to vegas and fuck around no i <laughs> yeah. i know I everyone do that, for those huge fantasy wedding but if the connection's there it doesn't matter to me i don't care 
Well, listen, I, I don't want you to think I'm being judgmental or anything. Mm-hmm. All the people that are giving you their opinions, it's not that they hate your decision or anything. They're just trying to help you out. And I, and I hope you understand that because you, you also have to understand at 20, it is kind of young though, right? Mm-hmm. And that's why people are trying to give you advice. And, and that's it. So please never take offense to anything. I'm sure I'm going to get a lot of shit from the uh, supporters of the Tuttle Daily Podcast. They're, they're going to say, oh, it's not your right to say anything. What I it's not my right. I'm just trying to make you see the big picture so you can make the best decision for mm-hmm. your life. Yeah, no, granted, I, I completely understand that. Like everybody's opinion and everyone's advice, it, it completely matters because I obviously like I'm going into this like with a fucking blindfold on. I have no idea, right? Um, mm-hmm. So it's nice to have other people's opinion and it's nice to hear other people's advice. I'm more than willing to sit down for hours on end and listen to hear, like, listen to what someone else has to say because I don't fucking know, right? Like, I'm not going to know what's coming up. I'm just like, oh, I'm going to do what's best for me right now and what I think is nice. But everyone else is going to have something else to say because they're looking at it from a different perspective. So it's always nice to hear it. I'm never going to be judgmental. If anything, it's constructive criticism. Now, in closing, you don't happen to have any tattoos on the stomach area or side or anything like that, do you? Um, I have a tattoo. It's like, I don't know where I am on the screen, but I have a tattoo. Yeah, right that's there. Like right here. Ah, uh, you'll it- be okay. I was, I, was, I was asking because just, you know, you might need to get some work done after the pregnancy because, you know, things tend to, you know, kind of stretch out a little bit. And I want your tattoo okay. game to be on point. Yeah, no, tattoo game is going to be on point after the baby. I already said, like, we need to take a fucking week off and I am just going to get completely tatted. You start wherever you want and just go for a week. I don't care. <laughs> okay. Well, no, 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 no. I, I was only asked because... Uh, whenever I, uh, worked, uh, when my wife owned a tanning salon, we actually spent a lot of money on to get a tanning bed that was actually tattoo safe. It it removed all the harmful UVB rays, you know, the, the rays that actually fade the tattoos. Uh, but we had to charge a little bit more because we had to pay a shit ton of money for that. Um, and you would see some of these women that would come in. And they would have the tattoos, but you could tell they've had a couple of kids. And those tattoos just don't look as good after, you know, the... But you're young. you got that very uh, flexible skin that'll snap back. So you'll, you'll be good to go. Yeah, hopefully. I, I think you will. Yeah. See, I, my I, old I'm age... Everything just bounces back the same. <laughs> Yeah, I know, I know. But I, I I just, you know, when you get older, you observe things and, and, and you see them. So, well, listen, I hope, I still want to have you a part of being a guest on this show. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and you're always going to be welcome. But I know that you're going to have a lot of stuff coming up. So just, uh, we'll be flexible with your schedule and everything. If you have doctor's appointments and stuff like that, that you have to do. We'll, we'll work around your schedule. So I, I don't want you to think that, oh, well, we don't want the uh, pregnant 20-year-old on the show anymore. Oh, I want you on the show because now we have – because you want to be honest, there there's a lot of people that I think you could possibly help out. Talking mm-hmm. about your journey, learning everything that you're going through – and, mm-hmm. and I really do think that you can help out people that are in the same position that you are right now. No, for sure. And uh, I, I do still want to be a guest on the show. Like, you know, if, if in a couple of years you have a great radio show, like I know you're going to fucking oh. have in a couple of years, I'm not going to be tied down here. I'm not going to have anywhere to go or anything to do besides just a kid with me. So I have no problem moving to Florida and fucking around yes, with you and, and progressing with this i'm i'm totally down to progress with this you just you gotta let me incubate for a bit 
Um, but yes. as far as the podcast goes and my journey goes, like I'm more than willing of like now or even after the kid to, um, to answer any questions or help someone else with their journey. Cause I know it's not easy on everybody. So. Oh shit. Wi-Fi must've cut out. <laughs> Questions? Comments? Concerns? Compliments? Or do you just want to tell Tuttle to fuck off? In any event, contact Tuttle. Tuttle at gmail.com. It's uh, Tuttle with two Ds, dumbass. Tuttle's Daily Podcast is brought to you by StitchYouUp.com. For your embroidery, screen printing, vinyl, and direct-to-garment printing needs, visit StitchYouUp.com. Stitch You Up specializes in custom caps, shirts, decals, and anything you want to personalize. Whether it's one item or large orders, they can handle any size. Unsure about what you want? Let Stitch You Up help you with your logo design. Visit stitchyouup.com or contact them, eric at stitchyouup.com. Stitch You Up, definitely not your grandma's embroidery. All right, time to wrap up the show. Coming up in the next couple of days, I've been plugging this. I've been promoting it. The one and only Sonny Abada. Sonny Abada, one of the biggest, most popular news broadcasters in the Orlando area, walked away in her prime to go and be a stay-at-home mom and take care of her kids. And that is so goddamn respectable. I'm going to have her on. I need to shave down my questions. But I'm excited. I'm a little nervous, but I like being nervous. It gives me a feeling I've not had in a really, really long time. Check out my website, Tuttle.net. That's Tuttle with two Ds, T-U-D-D-L-E dot net. Make sure you share. Make sure you share. Tell your friends, your family, your loved ones, your neighbors, your coworkers about the Tuttle Daily Podcast because about the Tuttle Daily Podcast because I don't have a radio show to promote the online content that I'm doing. So because of you, the only way this podcast grows, this content that I'm doing with the Tuttle Daily Podcast as well as my YouTube channel, TuttleTV.com, I have no other way to help it grow, and it's all because of you, and I can't thank you enough. Hope you guys enjoyed today's show, and I'll talk to you tomorrow. And that's the show for today. Thanks for listening to the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Hey, don't be a dickhead. Do us a favor. Share, like, and subscribe to the show. Also, check out the Tuttle category at 315live.com. The Tuttle Daily Podcast was brought to you by Total Wireless of Palm Bay, StitchYouUp.com, PocketBearClub.com. Special thanks to show intern Hannah and Charlie Alamo for their contributions. Additional imaging and production is provided by CCA Productions, Facebook.com slash CCA Productions Presents. Show voiceover services brought to you by jcvoiceoverservices.com. That guy's got a goddamn sexy voice. You should hire him. If you want to help support the show, paypal.me slash Tuttle on the radio. Comments? Concerns? You want to let Tuttle know he's being a dick? Go to Tuttle at gmail.com. To follow all of Tuttle's social media, go to Tuttle.net. That's Tuttle with two Ds dot net. Thanks again for all your support, and we'll see you tomorrow on the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Yo, Terry, fuck going on?